We all know the fake news sucks. I watched the Patriot Review. It's really, I kid you not, just really great. That Jeff Wagner guy, I like him. Patriots, welcome to episode 168 of the Patriot Review. Happy Friday. Has this week been long or short? It's always one of those things, I think, where it feels long during the week, but then you look back on it and it went fast. Kind of strange, but hopefully you have enjoyed a few cups of coffee. Maybe you're having one with me right now. That sounds good as well. There's a lot going on, as you know, and we're going to get into today the, the alphabet soup of events and occurrences and talk about the likelihood of coincidences. So first we'll, we'll get into the signal here. All right, obviously just breaking is the death of Dianne Feinstein. And unlike the extremes of both parties, we don't revel in the passing of somebody. And, uh, you know, just because we're political um, enemies, if you will, or have whole different opinions, however you want to phrase it, doesn't mean we do that. So our condolences go out to her family and friends. Um, so she had a career that um, was quite interesting when you go back through the history that she's that she had and what got her to where she's at. Um, so basically, I'm going to read. Uh, a little bit about this. So according to two persons familiar with the case, Diane Feinstein, the most senior member of the United States Senate and the senator with the longest tenure representing California, passed away at the age of 90. And it says the demise of a Democratic Party member signifies the culmination of a pioneering political trajectory that lasted for over 50 years, characterized by notable accomplishments in the realm of gun legislation, of course, uh, legislation that I completely disagreed with and you know that in itself is another story but i think what she showed us especially most recently before her real cognitive slide is that she still didn't understand what weapons really were and she still thought that they were automatic and um when she held <laughs> held a weapon and stuff she didn't really seem to know much about it she didn't really communicate it the correct way um, that being said, you know, for her side of the aisle, that was, um, she was doing what she was supposed to be doing and she paved the way of the field of politics. And according to this article, as she ascended through the ranks of leadership, following two unsuccessful attempts to secure the position of mayor, she achieved the esteemed position of president of the board of supervisors in San Francisco in 78. And then she did assume the role of mayor after the tragic assassination of George Rusconi, uh, the incumbent mayor, and Harvey Milk, her fellow Board of Supervisors member. And so that's how she got into it. And 
I think that had a lot to do with her stance on guns. It goes into the article, actually. You know, she she checked for signs of life by inserting her finger into the gunshot wound. I don't know how she figured that. but um, So she had this background. I think that's probably what led her to pursue what she did over the course of time. So, um, again, you know, this brings up the conversation, especially with the cognitive slide included, is what is the need for term limits and... At what point in time is it really a national security risk to have um, someone who, although they may have been there for a long time, is, um, you know, like I said, is cognitively, cognitively impaired. And we can sure see that in our president as well. So that's one of those things that makes you go kind of, hmm. And um, anyway, our condolences. In other news, we got uh, DeSantis issuing a one-on-one -on -one challenge to President Trump. Immediately after the debate the other night, he said, "You owe it to the voters." So he um, he wanted this. He wants this one-on-one -on -one with President Trump, and of course, Trump skipped the debate again. Which really, folks, I don't blame him. I mean, the the percentages of uh, uh, support that all these other people combined really doesn't really doesn't add up to much. So. You know, Santa sat down with Hannity afterwards, and of course, you know, this is basically just an attempt to have people focus on it, like I'm doing right now. But it doesn't change the fact that all of us out here know that DeSantis and, for the most part, the rest of the field are establishment Republicans, rhinos, uh, and or they don't have the ability to get things done like Trump does. So, um, to me, this is all just show and hype, and he, uh, DeSantis that is, is just trying to get some more attention. But So you got people like Chris Christie still trying to do the same thing, lashing out, you know, trying to get attention again. And uh, it's something that I think as a, as a Trump supporter and for most of us in the mega movement, it's, it's uh, okay, we're on to you, we know... We know what you're doing, that we don't believe you, we can't trust you, and we're still seeing that every day, that we can't trust them, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But um, So I'd like to know what you think. You know, What do you think as far as whether or not Trump should show up to future debates and um, why you think that? And you can comment on this video if you would, or you can email me at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. That's Patriots, plural, than S, red-blooded Patriots at ProtonMail.com. i like to know what you think, uh, you know, or you can hit me up on social media as well. Um, so that would be appreciated. And then for Trump's part, you know, he's basically saying, all right, not only am I not going to show up for these debates, but I think they should just be canceled because they're irre irrelevant given the polls. This one, you know, I don't know. I kind of don't like this because um, in my mind, you know, those everyone else has a right to their, their speech, their free speech. And, um, you know, it's his choice not to go. That's fine. That's one thing. But I do think the debates um, shouldn't be canceled just because of the league. I don't know. Or lead. What do you think? Again, you can comment here uh, or email me. So the... The debate was boring and inconsequential as the first debate, Trump said, and nothing that was said will change the dynamics of the primary contest.
Uh, you know, so Trump had a 40 to 50 point lead uh, and a 10 point lead over Biden. So you got uh, you got uh, Gavin Newsom coming out of the woodwork, as I told you he would, to throw his name into the the hat and debate. He and DeSantis are going to debate. So it really has become just a show, but it's been very transparent. That is for sure. So uh, Trump, you know, after I told you Chris Christie spoke up and spoke out against Trump, Trump commented, of course. And uh, he said Chris Christie is talking about the job he did as governor. He had a 9% approval rating. New Jersey wanted to throw the bum out. Also, I built almost 500 miles of wall, not 50. Uh, sloppy, Chris. <laughs> Got Mexico to give us 28,000 soldiers free of charge and had the safest and best border in U.S. history with record low drugs coming in. And, of course, the drug part of it is one thing that, um, you know, I comment on frequently in just saying that we spent 20 years going to war for 9-11, and yes, 9-11 was a tragedy, and um, never forget that day, but 20 years of blood and treasure, and um, in in the average year now, we're killing between 120 and 150,000 Americans, civilians, and the military personnel, with uh, fentanyl alone coming across the border, not to mention the other drugs and fatalities that come from those. So, um, you know, he's right on. And uh, it's something that, you know, I, I don't know about canceling them. I don't know that I agree with that, but um, I don't think I do. I have to think about that one more. I'd like to know your opinions as well. All right. So this article, shocking, 11th hour anti-Trump GOP presidential candidate just surfaced. Uh, according to reports, Governor Glenn Youngkin of Virginia is considering a run. So for me, I don't think it makes a difference. I don't think that he's going to take votes away from Trump. If anything, he'll just dilute further the the group that's uh, standing on the debate stage. And that'll be about it. That'll be the impact of it, in my opinion. So um, not really a headline shocking 11th hour anti-Trump GOP candidate. I don't think it's shocking, nor do I think it's going to make a damn bit of difference. But that's just me. All right. So we have Tim Scott uh, talking about slavery during the debate. Now, this is something that I do think is a worthwhile watch. So let's listen to what he had to say. He didn't watch the debate. There, there is not, there is not a redeeming quality in slavery. He and Kamala should have just taken the one sentence out. America has suffered because of slavery, but we've overcome that. We are the greatest nation on earth because we faced our demons in the mirror and made a decision. So often we think that all the issues, you talk about crime and education and healthcare, we always think that those issues go back to slavery. Here's the challenge though. Black families survived slavery. We survived poll taxes and literacy tests. We survived discrimination being woven into the laws of our country. What was hard to survive was Johnson's Great Society, where they decided 
to put money where they decided to take the black father out of the household to get a check in the mail, and you can now measure that in unemployment, in crime, in devastation. If you want to restore hope, you've got to restore the family, restore capitalism, and put Americans back at work together as one American family. Our nation continues to go in the right direction. It's why I can say I have been discriminated against, but America is not a racist country. Never, ever doubt who we are. We are the greatest country on God's green earth. And frankly, the city on the hill needs a brand new leader. And I'm asking right. for your vote. He had it almost perfect. The only thing he missed was faith. And that's a big one. That's a big reason why the family falls apart. So I don't know why he didn't include that, if that was deliberate or not, but uh, that is certainly one that should have been included. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I... Uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I had to spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was, it was just a horrific um, sight to come upon. It was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP box, it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone. And as soon as we did that, the color of grace changed. And um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. person step foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. 
Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on Kingdom Fuel now. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. All right, we're back. Uh, it's Friday and I got my coffee and I hope you do too. I hope that you've had a great week and you're looking forward to a wonderful weekend. It's hard to believe that it's already, the holiday season's already fast approaching. So we have that coming up. But um, so I wanted to just share a few more stories before we go on to put the main topic together here. Um, Matt Getz uh, has been making a lot of news, and I think he is positioning himself for maybe a run in the next pres presidential election. Certainly has a lot of supporters, and he has a lot of gravitas, as they say. I'm looking for the actual video. It looks like I'm getting a lot of comments here. Bear with me. But he's on the floor, and he is talking about... Um, not getting paid and uh, during the shutdown. And he's he said, uh, you know, that um, he's attacking McCarthy, of course, and saying that not enough is being done. And I'm sorry to be going through all this streaming, but all this uh, content, I mean, on the screen. I don't know where to go. I played it before to look at it. And, oh, well, anyway, I'll just read it then. All right, so if the government does shut down on October 1st, a great number of federal, the federal government employees will be able to claim unemployment. All will receive back pay when it's over. However, many will face having their pay withheld until the end of the shutdown. So Matt Gates, uh, he wants to be one of the people where he wants it withheld. And uh He's basically saying, you know, we, we don't deserve it if we can't get the job done for the American people. And, you know, he, he says, uh, he made a point, it's my understanding that pursuant to the Constitution, members of Congress will continue to receive their pay during a lapse in, in appropriations. Uh, he wrote in a letter to the Chief Administrative Officer, Catherine whatever that last name is my apology can't read that. Therefore, I am requesting that in, in the case of a lapse uh, of, of appropriations beginning at 12 a.m. October 1st. My pay be withheld until legislation has taken effect and uh, and such lapse. So uh, I think it's, uh, you know, obviously one of the one of the moves that I'm sure that his intentions are real and all of us are so tired of having what we, you know, could call dirty bills, basically, where you have all these different attachments of Know, spending and everything else that that are attached to uh, special interests that are that are attached to you know uh, one part of the bill or uh, a seemingly um, innocuous bill that everybody should support right and all these things are buried in it. and he's talking about something that we've talked about the need for uh, here on this show, which is clean bill legislation, which is single topic legislation, which is uh, uh you can't hide all these special interests and all these expenses uh, and all these pet programs of yours in other bills just to get sneak them under the radar and get cash for your constituents or most likely 
for yourselves. So this is one thing where, you know, I got a survey yesterday and it was one of those surveys where, you know, you get from WinRed and, and those types of organizations. And it was like, what are the most important issues for you, you know, in the, in the coming election? And what should the Congress focus their their energies on? And it listed things like the border, the economy, uh, uh, civil rights, whatever. You know, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, what? So you you want like one or two topics, and that's your that's your focus? It's it's like uh, no, that's not good enough anymore. I want you to focus on everything. I want you to focus on getting our country back. I want you to focus on all of these issues, and instead of just doing uh, going through the motions to make yourself appear busy, let's make some actual decisions and let's actually take a stand for our platform. And there's very few people that are doing that. And, of course, Matt Gates is one of them. And I think he's positioning himself very well for a potential run, or maybe he's looking at a vice presidency, you know. But um, he certainly is a cut well ab above the Paul Ryans of, of the party, who uh, did absolutely nothing as speaker, just like McCarthy's doing. And... Um, so anyway, I thought that that was a good, a good article, and here is some of the footage, I guess, in a different one. So let's. The gentleman's see. right. You are your record, and our record in this country right now is 33 trillion dollars in debt, facing two trillion dollar annual deficits. We're in so much debt. We're driving up deficits so fast. We are devaluing American money so rapidly that in America today. You can't even bribe Democrat senators with cash alone. You need to bring gold bars to get the job done, just so that the bribes hold value. My friends, I am extremely in favor of this rule because this rule moves us onto single subject spending bills. And this is the only way to liberate this house and this country from the scourge of governing by continuing resolution and omnibus legislation. It is an insult to our governing authority to have the Senate lash Ukraine funding to the reauthorization of the FAA and, by the way, every other thing in government, the American people know that in our state legislatures throughout this land, there is a maturity and a seriousness to set a top line, balanced budget number, and then appropriate to each of the agencies of government independently. And the fact that we don't do that is not a bug of the system, it's a feature of the system. And the one thing I agree with my Democrat colleagues on is that for the last eight months, this House has been poorly led, and we own that, and we have to do something about it. And you know what? My Democrat colleagues will have an opportunity to do something about that, too, and we will see if they bail out our failed speaker. I yield back. Right on the money. I think that's an awesome clip, and I think he's absolutely right. I think that... Um, until we do that, we keep getting the mentality, you got to wait to see what's in the bill. you got to approve the bill before you can see what's in it. That mentality is absolutely absurd. It's absolutely uh, obnoxious, and it shows little concern for the American people and American citizens. And speaking of um, things that show no concern for the American people, uh, it was in the news yesterday that... Um, they're going to put, uh, they're going to give all the illegals coming across our borders picture IDs. Now, 
Here's here's the Democrats for you. Typical hypocrisy of the Democrat. Uh, we're going to give these people picture IDs, but you can't have photo IDs for voting because that's somehow racist. And the whole theme of today's show is that when you look at all the news and all the stories and all the events that have happened, um, you know, not only recently, but really I think people are waking up to forever, <laughs> that they they are all targeted and specific actions for the most part to continue a further agenda. And we look at... Uh, you know, we look at the happenings of the past few years in particular, and it's never been more apparent. And we'll talk more about that as we go on. But that's uh, that's Gates. So then we have, you know, 18 Republican turncoats, the Rhino problem. They kill a, a ban, or they killed a bill that banned the Pentagon drag show funding. And so there's a there's a listing of the names in this article. So I'd highly recommend that you check this article out. Um, and we'll go through, well, we got some of them, Buck Calvert, Chavez, Remmer, Curtis, Esposito, Duarte, Fitzpatrick, Garbarino, Gonzalez. Yeah. So this is part of the issue as well, where we have, um, this pact, that's really what it is with the Uniparty. You have this pact between people who are disingenuous and don't have your your needs, desires, freedoms in mind, and um, they're not representing their constituents whatsoever. Then we have a 95-year-old veteran who's kicked out of a nursing home to make a way for illegal aliens. This is absolutely obscene. Under Joe Biden's dumpster fire presidency, the, the welfare of illegal aliens is prioritized over the well-being of U.S. military veterans who risk their lives to serve the nation. We talked about this yesterday when we were talking about the requirement that the administration has for any hotel that, that's putting up illegals and that we're paying for has to be uh, has to have a rating of three or higher. And um, so this is what we get. We get our veterans treated like trash. We get, uh, well, hell, they murdered one in the Capitol on January 6th, right? They, they had no problem doing that, and the, the film footage shows that. Uh, but the desperate treatment, disparate treatment of our veterans versus the illegals is absolutely, it should make you incensed because uh, it really is a travesty. And this guy's 95 years old years old and he becomes homeless because of these people who in their right mind could even work at a place like that I mean, if i was an employee of the nursing home uh yes i understand you know hey well you got to have a job you got to earn money and you got to feed your family but um there there are other nursing homes and this is this is just inexcusable and ridiculous all right, Michigan Supreme Court judge orders all judges to use people's preferred pronouns in court showing once again that instead of tackling the important issues that are occurring in our country, and in this case, the state of Michigan, we're more concerned about people's pronouns. Uh, every time I see you know, a question of what your pronoun should be or what you'd like your pronoun to be, I say either sir or master or lord or whatever. It's just nonsense, you know? So something like this shouldn't even be, shouldn't even be happening. 
And here's where we really get off the rails and go into this. This is this is the article that made me think about the whole topic for today of coincidence versus plan. Arizona governor temporary steps temporarily steps down, leaving a Republican official to fill the void. And this is about uh, Katie Hobbs, the the uh, tyrant in Arizona that did not win the election and uh, sits in the governor's mansion. Uh, so read this in the midst of political wrangling over a tactic Arizona Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs used to fill top executive branch decisions a Republican feuding with Hobbs was briefly appointed as acting governor uh, in a Wednesday post on X formerly Twitter Arizona Treasurer Kimberly Yee's announced that the order of succession in Arizona has reached down to her so it's not just Hobbs taking off. It was a group of people, and they all took off at the same time. Uh, I've been notified that I will be serving as acting governor beginning this evening until mid-morning tomorrow. So as of right now, I don't know the reason for this and uh, why this was done, but um, it sure is kind of suspicious, isn't it? It's a little bit strange that... Uh, that they would just take off and a number of people took off, as I said, and then, uh, <laughs> you know, just, okay, well, I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to take off. And um, so is this person, this person, I'm going to leave you in charge with no real explanation, which again, makes me think about uh, what things are coincidence and what things aren't. Um, so then more rhetoric goes, rhetoric goes back and forth. And in this case, MTG, <laughs> yeah, just basically puts AOC in her place and um, uh, she, she was being accused MTG was being accused of showing porn on the house floor and this um, I want to play and but to... let's talk about chairman there's a parliamentary order. challenge before us the point, of order. point of order who's the point and we'll stop the clock for you Ms. Green Mr. Chairman um, the, our colleague from Georgia has uh, introduced before pornographic exhibits and displayed things that are really not suitable for uh, children who might be watching. And, uh, bathing uh, suits not suitable, Mr. Raskin? Well, 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 I'm saying I would like the witness to, I would like the member to be instructed to not introduce any pornography today, at least without running it uh, to the A bathing suit is not pornography, Well, Mr. we can't Raskin. see it from down there. So you didn't make it available to the minority before you started. I've seen it before. It's, okay. it's on, an, on the internet. It's everywhere. You, and you are submitting a naked woman's body. This is a bathing suit. This is a bathing suit. And it has not been clear before this, this committee. Uh, glasses on. Do you wear okay. them or not? I have contacts in. Thank oh, you. congratulations. <laughs> oh, God. AOC is so damn stupid that, you know, if brains were electricity, she couldn't light a light bulb for sure. Um, I tell you what. So I like MTG. I like the way she doesn't take anybody's crap. And then, you know, Raskin, the accuser of sharing pornography. And these are the same people who want to... You know, who think it's okay for your eight-year-olds to learn about how they can give each other oral sex in our schools and the books that are that are graphic and actually show how to do that, uh, albeit they animated, are still a graphic in nature and still these are the people that support that. And uh, here they are, laughingly, you know, accusing MG, MTG of bringing porn 
It's like these people are so stupid that they think we're so stupid to buy their crap. And in this case, you know, they talk to her and they speak down to her as if, you know, she had previously brought porn in and showed porn. And it's just, again, the hypocrisy is, is so disgusting and so right in your face. And they're clueless. They're absolutely clueless. They don't see it. They don't see that we see it. And uh, it's just an absolute complete joke. So, and it's no coincidence. And we'll get into that after this. Patriots, it's me, Wayne Allyn otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Allyn Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network, live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. Become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website, blessed.news, where you can stream all the shows for free. Or you can sign up for Blessed Plus for even more access to Raw and Unfiltered with me, Wayne Allen Root, the hardest working man in show business. Thank you, and God bless America. Steel News will be joining the Blessed News Network 11 p.m. weeknights. I'm Ann Vandersteel, and I'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by Jake Lang. Doesn't matter if he's behind bars. He's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context what's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family. Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. All right, we're back. If you have some concern about your investments and want to protect your money, you can go to KirkElliottPhD.com. That's two L's and two T's in the in the name Elliot. KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review, and you can get all kinds of uh, great advice and uh, learn about how you can protect yourself in the future with everything that's that's coming down. So check that out, KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review.
All right, so we're talking about the events as of uh, as of late, and well, now that we're awake in America, those of us that watch the show anyway, the events of our history, um, especially the post World War II era, that seems to be uh, when the realization came through it as to just how much money can be made uh, through chaos, and I think that that's absolutely what we're seeing. So let's just bring up a few of these as examples. Let's talk about January 6th and looking at that event and keeping in mind all of the facts that we know and the video that we've seen to date already showing that this event was a staged event, a planned event, that people were waved in to the Capitol building. We know that um, people were murdered that day. We've seen that footage. Uh, you know, and it's blatantly murder, uh, as opposed to George Floyd, who, you know, he he died of a fentanyl overdose, and they pinned this murder on these cops who uh, were certainly negligent and not getting him the help he needed. Um, but murder is is a drastic extreme, and so anyway, January sixth. The, the BLM riots, the destabilization that has come about because of those things, uh, these are purposely calculated. And the, the calculation is uh, what are the best ways to create enough fear and at the same time create chaos that sends a message that uh, you are not, you are, your interests are not our interests. And when you look at those two events in particular, you see that that's exactly what they do. And I call January 6th the American Reichstag fire because to me that it's it was all about power. And when you have true treason going on, uh, you know, which is what they tried to build this as, they tried to build January 6th as an insurrection, which it was not, um, even though during the BLM riots on the West Coast, we had, I think it was Seattle, we had federal buildings being lit on fire or attempting to light them on fire with, um, you know, federal employees and law enforcement inside the building. And um, so we have that and we have even to the simplest thing now, I think that once you're awake, you can see that even the, even the seemingly small things, you know, um, are nothing but tests to see what the American people will tolerate. And you know, I was discussing the end times prophecy the other day, and uh, this was not in the show, it was off the show, but it was talking about how, you know, there are many Christians who kind of take, take the belief that uh, the prophecy is the prophecy, you can't stop it. And I contend that we can we can prolong it. We have free will, and we can certainly say, you know, we're not going to allow this much evil in our time, and that's what we have to do. We have to definitely stand up and say, and we look at these things and these tests, they want to see if you don't respond. So what are examples of that? Well, the, the I think the most drastic one in the, last, in the most recent uh, time period is the governor of New Mexico saying that, you know, she was going to ban your Second Amendment rights for a period of 30 days or whatever. Um, so they throw that out there. They sail that out there. And that is to gauge reaction, in my mind. That is to see just how far they can go. Just like, in my opinion, the masks were. And um, the mask mandate itself was unconstitutional. 
And from a standpoint of whether or not they're effective, it's a complete joke. They, they are not effective. The paper masks that they hand out uh, state right on the box that they're not effective for COVID. And then for me personally, having been, you know, safety and environmental um, regulatory compliance professional for about 30 years, I know that the, the weave in most of the masks that people wore um, allowed for virus to pass right through them. So it was completely ridiculous. And they're trying to bring that back again. And, uh, you know, the man, some of the mandates for the jabs, even though we know that the jabs are directly responsible for the deaths of many thousands of people, they still try to push it on six month and older children. Uh, with all the articles and all the proof that the myocarditis uh, result is devastating. And um, so evidently, you know, you what uh, the, con the connection that has to be made is these people don't care about our children. And when people make that connection and they understand that their children are at risk, I think more people are going to wake up. They have to wake up because until this comes home for a lot of people and affects them personally, um, too many people are apathetic and they, they won't stand up and Unfortunately, it seems to be that that's what this takes. So we have that uh, coincidence or not coincidence thing. Uh, you're looking at the injections. You're looking at that laying the groundwork for, you know, the um, basically the dehumanization, altering DNA, and uh, you know the whole conversation on transferring human kind into something completely different, but something that's completely controllable, the transhumanism uh, stuff. So so here's the thing. Let's look at a, a couple of things. The border and the number of people flowing across, the picture IDs, and the fact that they are you know, fighting against trying to deport these people and get them out of the country. So that what they're doing is they're laying the groundwork quite obviously for being able to control the country uh, in perpetuity because they believe that by allowing all these people in, they'll create mass chaos and keeps us too busy. And soon enough, they'll the all the illegals that come in and have their picture IDs will now be able to vote. And uh, so, you know, the thing is about the fascists is that they have no choice. Their 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 actions for anybody who's paying attention are very transparent, and that's why I believe there's no coincidence. And looking at that, and you're looking at the the controls that banks are 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 utilizing uh, over their customers and their business base, and you look at uh, the implantable chip, and you look at the which. People, people are calling the number of the beast. You look at the banking system and how they're going to control your finances. There's a lot to worry about. And all of those things are deliberately being done step by step. And some things are seemingly unrelated, but it is all related. It's all about you know, creating this chaos to the point where they appear to offer the only solution. And uh, then you're stuck. And that's why it's so important for people to get off the couch now and to get involved and to demand to demand that our country return to the days um, 100 years ago or, or so where the federal government was restrained and um, we certainly needed to get there again. I'll be right back after this. Hey Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. 
it's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information, and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that, even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a mosh in the gym, add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. All right, we're back. If you want to get your hands on um, some Kingdom Fuel, you can head out to Sherwood.tv slash TPR. And you can get your hands on that. And again, it's Sherwood.tv slash TPR. And you can also get, uh, you know, many other nutrition-related uh, products there. So check that out. Also, if you want to support the show, you can go premium. And that is um, three bucks a month over on Frank Social. I really like the Frank Social platform and um, would appreciate it if you'd check that out. So appreciate you doing that and appreciate you being here on your Friday. Uh, so we're talking about coincidence, not coincidence. We're talking about uh, the, the events that have been happening as of late and uh, we're we're targeting uh, you know the whole I guess the concept of control and the things that are happening are happening I believe to to give or enable those people who are elite and think that they're they're better than us and we're cockroaches they <laughs> this is about gaining control of us and um, stripping our rights away from us and 
you know, when you look at uh, the Republicans that are supposed to be defending us, disappointingly, they're not, and uh, or at least the great majority are not, and uh, that only compounds the problem and compounds people's frustrations. So this is all a game of overwhelming us in an effort to make sure that they have us in the right place to offer us the solution. And that is what has happened throughout history in every tyrannical uh, reign of terror. And that's basically what uh, they're pushing us towards. And uh, you'll see more and more of these blatant acts occurring. And, um, you know, unless we stand up and say, no, we're going to get the evil we tolerate. All right. So I'm going to play a little bit of an uh, interview I did with Clay uh, Clark and that interview was specifically about more of the banking system and how they're going to get control of us that way. But remember, if they can control your bank account, they can control you. They can control what you pay for, what you can or can't buy. They can control uh, your social activities because your whole social score will be tied into your access. Uh, and it's really uh, quite a scary thing, and it will be worldwide domination rather easily if that happens. So there are no coincidences, and that's the main message of, of this whole show. And I want to show you just a, uh, a little bit of this interview here. Hey, thank you for allowing me to be here with your listeners. I believe today, you know, we have some urgent information, albeit uh, sobering or eye-opening or whatever you want to call it. I mean, but this information we're going to talk about today about central bank digital currencies. And uh, my opinion is a showstopper for freedom if we allow central bank digital currencies to show up on American soil. It would be very, very hard to uh, remove them from existence. So if someone's not familiar with that, what are you, what are you describing? Yeah, okay, so a central bank digital currency, it's a programmable uh, central bank digital currency. I'm going to pull this up on the, the screen so people can see this here. So uh, MIT, a lot of people don't know this, but MIT developed a technology known as the quantum, I'm going to pull it up here, it's called the quantum dot, all right? So MIT developed a technology called the quantum dot. Now, this quantum dot is a technology, again, developed by MIT. And someone says, uh, okay, I'm looking at it. What does it do? The quantum dot. This allows you to store a patient's vaccine history and other information below the skin. So I don't know if anybody's concerned about that out there. Uh, maybe there's one guy who's like, that sounds awesome, man. But I, I mean, I would just say the vast majority of people that don't hate freedom, you can see how this is a problem, especially those of you who believe, read the Bible. Yeah, I would say Mark the Beast right there. Okay, so then MIT, the same MIT, they develop CBDC. So the same, the central bank digital currencies, the same currencies we're talking about, the central bank digital currencies, they were developed by MIT through a program called the Hamilton Project. Mm -hmm. The same lab that developed the central bank digital currencies is also the same lab that developed the quantum dot to store your vaccine history underneath your skin. Now, that laboratory was funded by... Epstein and Gates funded the MIT lab. So 
Epstein and Gates. Bill Gates, you know, uh, the guy pushing the shots. Epstein, the guy, the world's most prolific pedophile that had a temple on his island. Uh, again, he had a temple on his island. Why did Jeffrey Epstein have a temple on his island? Jeffrey Epstein, he has a temple on his island. And uh, his temple was not to pray to, to Jesus. It was to pray to Satan. That's uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, so this Jeffrey Epstein, uh, he is funding the creation of the Central Bank Digital Currencies Lab, MIT. He's also funding the Quantum Dot Lab, MIT. And Jeffrey Epstein has a spiritual advisor, and Bill Gates had a spiritual advisor by the name of Marina Abramovich. So Marina Abramovich is a spirit cooker. Okay, so Marina Abramovich is a spirit cooker. All right, so I want to be very clear. Um, so people out there that doesn't understand this, Marina Abramovich is the is the spirit cooking uh, witch slash spiritual advisor for Epstein and Gates. And these two guys uh, work together, Epstein and Gates. Epstein has a temple on his island to pray to Satan. They develop a technology that many are describing as the mark of the beast that allows you to store a vaccine history underneath the skin. And now the central bank digital currencies also developed by MIT called the Hamilton Project. Those are being rolled out by the same MIT lab funded by Epstein and Gates. Now, because I am not what you call a, a central bank digital currency expert, I wanted your listeners to hear audio from people that I believe to be central bank digital currency experts. So the first one would be Jerome Powell. And Jerome Powell is the chairman of the Federal Reserve. And listen to what he has to say here. So this is absolutely mind-boggling. We're talking about this because this is being rolled out in America right now. This isn't being rolled out later. Joe Biden signed Executive Order 14067. Executive Order 14067. Here we go. To pursue a CBDC, it would at a minimum have the following four characteristics. First is intermediated. Second is private privacy protected. The third is identity verified. So it would not be anonymous. It would not be an anonymous bearer instrument. And fourth is transferable or interoperable. So so we're, we would be looking to balance privacy protection with identity verification, which is which has to be done, of course, in today's traditional banking system as well. What we've seen is everyone has a friction. This new, te- this new technology is called Quant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this new uh, technology used to roll out the central bank digital currencies, it's called Quant. So the next person speaking is the developer of Quant, the founder of Quant. Again, what's inside the COVID-19 shots, the vaccine passports? It's called the Quantum Dot. What is uh, uh, what lab made the central bank digital currencies and the quantum dot MIT? Who funded it? Epstein and Gates. Who is their spiritual advisor? A woman that prays to Satan. And what is the name of this currency? It's called the quant. And the founder of this technology, his name is Gilbert Verdian. All right. So Gilbert Verdian. And he's openly talking about implementing this. Listen to what he says. Quant. The concept of that was to create something similar to uh, the payment standards that we have, like 222. Um, separate to that, we've been collaborating on numerous levels in numerous governments and other organizations, but we've also started creating protocol standards uh, within the IETF and, and with MIT. So it comes back a little bit to what kind of country do you want to be? Um, you've seen what China have done with theirs. Um, it's, this is the chief product officer saying, oh, it depends on what, upon what kind of yeah, country you want yeah. to be. A little invasive. Um, but there's, there's 
there's factors to it. So there's programmability. Vaccine passports or digital ID wallets or whatever name they call it. This is Catherine Austin Fitz. In Italy, it's the green passport. We have new names and they keep morphing them to help them market it. If it snaps into place with an all digital financial system, including CBDCs, they will convert our home, our car, and our communities into digital concentration camps. And I don't use that term lightly. So there you have it. Um, if you want to see that whole interview, you can go back to episode 101. That's episode 101 and see the whole interview with Clay Clark. But um, man, I tell you, there are no coincidences. And you look at how deep you, you have to go. Most people don't take the time to really go behind the scenes and see what's going on. And that's what they depend on. They depend on people not spending the time or energy to find out what's really going on in their world. And uh, then they turn to us and they call us conspiracy theorists and everything and everything else. But um, it, the language that's coming from the people that are actually doing these things is, oh, well, you know, in that case it was, well, you know, it depends on what you want your country to be. And China is slightly invasive. And I'm thinking slightly invasive. They have concentration camps where they harvest bodies from perfectly healthy people. Slightly evasive. They have uh, people who come to this country to hold Chinese American citizens accountable for their viewpoints. And uh, we are doing you know, nothing about that. Um, so it's, um, it's, uh, it's absolute tyranny is the outcome that they wish. Uh, they have uh, so, so many people saying that, oh, these things are all unavoidable. This is just going to happen. Don't believe that. Don't believe that. There are many, many millions of us who who have the power to stand against uh, these tyrants. And um, unfortunately, it's only going to get harder. It's only going to get worse. And, you know, it just becomes a point of the the longer you wait, the larger the sacrifice is going to have to be. And uh, that's the unfortunate truth of it. Um, sorry to bring you that news, but that's what, that's what the truth of it is. And that's what we're facing as a nation. Um, so I think it's important to communicate these things and show the proof and show the evidence and understand and look further than the headlines and to think, okay, well, why did this happen? And to understand that there's no consequence or there's no coincidences, but there certainly are consequences. And we're living through the consequences as we speak today. So thank you for being with me this week. I will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. God bless you all.